Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. It is the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. Much love, shout outs to everybody tuned in and locked in all over North America. So, whether you're at home, you're at work, you're on the road, you're at the restaurant, the bar, the airport, the doctor, the hospital, I don't know where you're at, but thank you for listening, okay? You can always tune in on the free Odyssey app. Much love to everybody locked in on their local CBS Sports Radio affiliate. I'm on Sirius XM Channel 158. You can listen on a smart speaker. If you have one, ask it to play CBS Sports Radio. We are everywhere. I'm like air. I think air is everywhere. We're on Earth, right? It's everywhere except for, I don't know. Anyway, I'm here. Look, and I'll be here for the next three hours. The show gets started at 10 p.m. Eastern. 7 p.m. Pacific. Shout-outs to all my folks here with me in Atlanta, Georgia. Thank you to super producer and host Dave Shepard for holding it down in New York. This show broadcasts everywhere. We got a lot of people listening in San Diego. Shout-outs to everybody who called up about the Chargers. Thank you to the gentleman who called up from Mexico. We got people listening in Texas, in Vegas, in Washington State, in Washington, D.C., in Minnesota, in Detroit, in Milwaukee, in Green Bay, in Iowa, in Idaho, every place all over the damn country, we got listeners, so I say thank you. This is a beatdown right now. National League Championship Series is still going on, and it is glorified batting practice for the Philadelphia Phillies. Right now, they lead the Arizona Diamondbacks 10 to nothing. It's the bottom of the eighth. The Phillies are up to bat. They have zero outs. Maybe they put a, I don't even know if I should call it insurance, runs up on a board. This is just, uh, ugh. this is ugly. It's a beatdown. We'll talk more about this game uh, when it concludes. Uh, Kyle Schwarber hit two home runs. Trey Turner hit a home run. The, the Phillies as a team have hit 15 home runs in the span of four games, which is a Major League Baseball postseason record, the Phillies are just lighting it up right now. Last hour, we also had a chance and an opportunity to talk about Julio Jones. Uh, this man is joining the Philadelphia Eagles. And, yeah, he, he ain't what he used to be. He could barely stay healthy over the past few years, the past few seasons. Just a variety of leg issues as he's gotten older. Julio Jones is currently 34 years old. But he's a good depth piece, and he's not going to be asked to go out there and do a lot. Always been a complete wide receiver, and so whether he's going to help them out in the run game by blocking or whether he needs to be a big body uh, to go out there as a red zone target, he should be able to help if he's healthy enough.
to stay out on the field. We talked about Bill Belichick and Brandon Staley, and I, I just got to mention, Philadelphia is is it right now when it comes to sports. And granted, Phillies haven't won that championship. They did go last year. Uh, we know that the Philadelphia 76ers, are, are they close to a championship? Eh, probably not. They're going to have to go out there and, and more than likely dump uh, James Harden on some willing victim. Uh, the Flyers have stunk for a variety of seasons. And so a- at least there's some type of excitement in Philadelphia. At least they, they, they felt optimistic last year and beat one MVP. We know they got swept. Uh, the Phillies, at least they went to the World Series. It looks like they're going to go back. The Eagles just went to the damn Super Bowl, and I would expect them to probably go back to the NFC Championship game. And so Philadelphia is just, it's it right now. I couldn't think of, and maybe I'm wrong, maybe somebody will call me and go, oh, no, JR, you're wrong, you're wrong. Like, Philadelphia is the, it's the city right now. Would it not be the most, I don't want to say, popular but their fans have to be enthusiastic between the Phillies and then also the Eagles they have an NFL team and an MLB team that are legitimately competing for a championship I mean if I gotta think about uh, Kansas City uh, no it just got the Chiefs right if I have to think about San Francisco eh are you enthusiastic really that much about the Golden State Warriors the same type of way? They got a lot of competition out in the West. I know what they've done in the past. Boston, I know people would call Boston title town. And it's uh, it's Philly time right now. Philly's going to win the World Series? I have no idea. But between them and the Eagles, they, they have two legitimate championship contenders. Shep, am, am I missing a city? This there's, there's no place else right now, is there? On top like them? No, no. Um, the Rockets stink. I know they want to pretend they're in you know instant instant wait a, win mode. Wait a minute. The Rockets? Yeah. Not even met, worth mentioning, Shep. Well, Let's... no. The reason I mention that is because even though they're down to nothing, I still think the Astros, with their experience, with their managerial experience specifically they still got to be the favorites to win the World Series, as great as the Phillies have looked the last couple of games. I understand they're down 2 nothing, but we've seen teams come down from 3 nothing in the postseason in the MLB playoffs. We've seen that in 2004. Um, I'm just, I mean, I'm, I'm, I mean, the Texans are up and coming, JR. Like, they're the but best. That's, that's, that's not what we're talking about. No, but yo, you're talking about what is the most live city in terms of competing for championships. I would yeah. say Houston is still the favorite to win the World no, Series no, this year. Are they no, not? No, no, no. I'm talking about collectively. Right. No, as, I understand that. So in, in so baseball, throw Houston out the window because other teams suck. They're not even worth talking about. I think the Texans are very much worth talking about. Jr. I'm talking about championships. Shep. Oh, well, okay. I don't think. Yeah, championships. That's it. That's uh, it. All right. Is there, is there another city? I mean, is there another city? Right. That has two teams, multiple teams, right. that are competing for championships. Hmm. The answer is no, as well, far as I'm thinking. Well, if we're, if we're talking championships, we had a team that played in the NBA Finals that, is, that as long as they have Jimmy Butler and Eric Spolstra and Bam Adebayo, 
They're always going to be competing for a championship. The Dolphins obviously are probably the most exciting team in the NFL. They're going to compete for a, a Super Bowl so long as Tua stays healthy, right? Well, that's that's they they would be in the. I don't think uh, I don't think Miami is going to is going to win one, but that would be the closest. That would be close. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that I, might I, be the close. Yeah, I but still, when you I said, still, hold on, right, Shep. Yes. When you said Houston, man, that was just like uh, Jr. You're sleeping on. Uh, I mean, you you wait witnessed... wait wait slow down. Yes. Let's let's listen listen yeah. very carefully. I, yes. I'm talking about a city uh-huh. that has multiple professional sports teams, right? That are competing for championships right now. Okay, I'm not and trying so to. Houston, yes. Houston <laughs> is not in that space. Mm-hmm. Because the Rockets are not competing for a championship. Right. And neither is the other team that you mentioned, the Texans. So they, they're not in that space. I the get, Astros yes. are the one team <laughs> competing for a title. Yes. The other teams are in a different category. I guess what you're saying, but let's just be real about what happened on Sunday. You lost to the stinking, bleeping, Zach Wilson-led New York Jets. Are the Eagles really winning a Super Bowl this year, Jr.? I mean, come on now. Like, I understand no, no, the no, record no, no, is chef. five and one. I know they have Jalen Hurts. I know chef. they just acquired Julio. Chef. Is that team winning a Super Bowl? Yes. I'm not even trying to be right here. They're not oh winning a God. Super Bowl. We saw what they were against the Jets. Jalen well, Hurts has regressed, has he not? Chef, chef, here's a let's let, here's a couple of things. Yes, sir. Hold on, I'm, I'm rubbing my temples, Chef. Okay. <laughs> I'm really not trying to piss you off right now. I'm just being no, honest. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I'm not saying you're trying to piss me off, but I, I'm. I'm rubbing my temples. Right. I'm rubbing my temples. Hold on. So here's the deal. Yes. I don't have a crystal ball, but I can tell you this: the Eagles today are still one of the best teams in the NFC. That's that's point number one. Okay. I'll give you that. I don't think you go five and one or go through a season like five and zero oh by by accident. Okay, they they have one of the top offenses in the NFL. Have they gone or played the way that they did last season? No, they haven't. They still have one of the best offenses. They still have one of the best defenses. The defense still has time to kind of round into shape, especially as they get healthy. So that's 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 kind of there. The second thing is. There is no discounting the fact that they're still one of the best teams in the NFC. I'm talking about being competitive. The Eagles could wake up, and yes, they lost to the Jets. Every NFL team, for the most part, Sands, I don't know, go ahead and take a look at the Dolphins or maybe the Patriots, is going to crap the bed once or twice or three times a year. The best teams in the NFL, the best teams in the NFL, throughout the course of the season, are probably going to lose anywhere from, I don't know, three, four, or five games. So that's just what it is. And so when I talk about being competitive, I'm talking about the space that we're in right now. The Eagles just went to a Super Bowl months ago in less than a, cal- in a calendar year. And this is my point. I'm not, I'm not diving into what exactly is going to happen in, in February. All oh, the Eagles aren't going to the Super Bowl. I don't know that. I know they're competitive enough to do so. I know that they just went to a Super Bowl. I know if I got to look at today is Tuesday, October 17th. I know since October 17th of 2022 that the Philadelphia Phillies 
have gone to a World Series. I know a few months after that, the Eagles went to the Super Bowl. I know that the Phillies look like they're on their way back to the World Series again. And I know the Eagles are 5-1 and one and are one of the best teams in the NFL. Whether you think they're going to win the Super Bowl or not, they're still damn good. So that's, that's my point. No, Jared, we're in agreement here. I'm just trying to be as, as realistic as possible and temper any expectation that the same Phillies team that we saw in 2022 is anywhere close to what they were now. And you and I sure. both know th- that 5-1 record is so deceiving because they barely got by the Patriots. They barely got by the Commanders. This they is... have been lucky. To get so, to five and one, this is that's a totally different conversation than the one I'm having. But what I'm telling you is that, because well, hold of that. On. That's a that's a totally different conversation. Right, Jay, but but, but because of that, they are clearly not even number one or number two in the NFC. Jr., you and I both know at this particular point, who looks better: the Detroit Lions and the San Francisco 49ers. Now, the San Francisco 49ers lost because their two best playmakers were not there for the majority of the game, along with the 41 missed chip field goal at the end that should have gone in and should have allowed them to win. And the Browns, no disrespect to the Jets, have an even better defense and have a better overall team. Shit. Yes. I'm not even I'm trying ta- to be right here. Yes. I, I'm, you, I'm talking about one thing. Yes. And you're bringing up another. I, I, I ask. <laughs> About cities yes. in North American professional sports. Right. Is there a city that's in a better position than where Philadelphia is a city right now to yield and have a competitive squads, competitive squads that are competing for championships? And so whether or not you feel the Phillies today on October 17th are one, two, or three in the NFC, they're still good to, to say that. Oh, my God, they're not winning the Super Bowl is a hard stance point far away from my ultimate point. It's let's look at the cities sure. in, in North America. Are there any cities that have had, if we have to look at the past year, right. are there cities that have had the success that Philadelphia has had? And you're telling me, Oh, the Phillies aren't going to win the Super Bowl. Shop, that's, that's not what I, I – no, not the Phillies. The Eagles, Eagles aren't winning no, the Super Bowl. That's I, not what I asked. I, I got you. I got you. Maybe I didn't answer the question as correctly as, as I should have. I, I, I will say the caveat here is the for right now, Jared, the last thing I'll say, and I will shut up about this, I promise, is they're in the tougher division. Now, the Giants are trash. Oh, the Commanders are not far behind. But that Cowboys team – is so good some days and so bad others that they're going to be competitive when they face off against each other with the season on the line. The the division that the Texans are in, with the health of Trevor Lawrence and the absolute you-know-what show that the Titans are right now with with that quarterback in Tannehill, I don't know why he's still in the league, and then you have another team in the Colts who just lost their franchise QB for the season, that division is a lot more winnable. And so because of that, you can put Houston in that conversation. That's all I was saying. Wait, wait, wait a But the Eagles have the better shot of getting to the Super Bowl, there's no doubt. Wait, but don't wait, rule wait, out wait, the Texans. Wait. Yes. We, I, was, I was listening. Yes. I was trying to understand why you're talking to me about the, uh, the, the AFC South. Correct. Why? Because I don't think we can dismiss the Houston Texans from being in contention this season. I'm not contention, saying they're the overwhelming favorite. Wait, wait, wait. Favorite. Contention for what? To compete for a Super Bowl. 
Oh, okay. Right. I'm, I'm not, JR, I'm, I'm not oh, saying Oh, no, okay. That, I'm, I'm not, I can't, I'm, I will not argue with you on that. I think that is, uh, thank you. That's what I I'm think saying. that is a, no, no, I, I'm not going to argue oh. with you. Oh, you're not agreeing with I me. I do not agree with it. you at all. Okay, okay. Zero. All right. I do not agree at all. Okay. I mean, at he's, all. he's the most. Because I think, I'm, I'm looking at what the reality is. Right. You're forecasting what things, what you believe things will be. I'm not doing that. I'm looking at what has occurred. I'm looking at the way things stand. And, yes, I'm, I'm thinking about what things might be over the future. I'm not just forecasting. And so I do know this. Over the past year, if I want to look at the city of Houston, we most certainly know what happened. They won a World Series. They also, from a football perspective, they were able to add D'Amico Ryans. They were able to draft C.J. Stroud, who's throwing the ball out of his mind. But what I will tell you is, that is a broad, broad, big prediction given where they have been. And so to think that, that Houston, hey, what are the sports cities right now that have had the most success and are big time and competing for championships right now, to put the Houston uh, uh, Texans in there is just kind of like, well, that's, that's going out on a limb. Wouldn't, don't you think that that's not going out on a limb? I have never seen any rookie quarterback look this far evolved as I have seen from C.J. Stroud over the last seven games. So you don't, you don't think that's gear. going. So you don't think that's going out on a limb. I, I think it's. I think it's. Uh, I think it's putting the heart. You know, the horse a little bit before the cart. I, I can. I can see where you're coming from on that. Uh, but. Yeah. I, but I also look at to your point, D'Amico Ryan's, and we have seen first year head coaches completely revitalize and shift a culture in any given franchise. We saw that with Brian Dable last year. So I believe D'Amico Ryan's is, is just as capable as Brian Dable, and I believe Trevor Lawrence. I've never seen him look worse this season than when he, in fact, did play the Texans, and they beat them by 20 at their place. So I think it's legitimate Ugh. to say the Texans can compete for a Super Bowl. JR, I, they're, they're okay. not, they're, they, wouldn't be one of the, they wouldn't be one of the top four. I'll, they're not on the Mount Rushmore in that conversation, but they belong at least in the discussion for a team that can be a dark horse to make a Super Bowl. JR, you and I have been following sports for a long time. Nobody would have told you that the Giants were going to win the Super Bowl in 2011, and you would excuse me, 2007, and you would look at them with a straight face and say, "Yeah, I kind of see where it's coming from." Nobody would have thought that. There have been worse teams in the NFL history that have won a Super Bowl over these three and three Texans, and they're only up and coming. Jr. You're you're, you're, t- you're telling me about a, a flat team right now that has an amazing quarterback. Singletary is pretty good too. That is a a rookie QB, right? But Devin, Devin Singletary has me, experience. You're telling me about a championship, and you're telling me dark horse. Could they? And, and so here's this. First of all, I believe Jacksonville is going to hold on to win the AFC South. I, I will say that. And and secondary to that, man, it, even thinking about Houston as a dark horse to win a Super Bowl. I mean, it, it is, what are we in? It's October. It's October. It's October. I'm not thinking about that. Let them go on more of a run before I say, oh, man, this is, this is something I want to take serious. I, I would think if I want to call Dark Horse anything, hey, God bless them if they can get to the postseason. That would be amazing. But to start going Dark Horse for a Super Bowl, like, man. I need some of that ayahuasca, man. I need some of that. That's, 
That's a stretch, man. That's early. That's early. I was looking to talk more about a city's legitimately like hot for a title, not right. not hot potential, but All right. it's, well, it's, go ahead. If this were a week and a half ago, I would have said Baltimore, but 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 God knows they completely choked in the Correct. postseason. Exactly. Right. They they would have been. Right. You know, they would have been there, but let let Houston do something first. What they've done so far is amazing. What they've done so far is amazing. What they've done so far is not Super Bowl amazing. That is more of a dark horse. That is a that's a stretch. Let's see what Houston can continue to do. Something that's not a stretch and more of a reality. Philly continues to put a pounding on the world right now. Game two. It's a wrap. The Phillies win. It's official. The final score, 10 to nothing. They blank Arizona. Schwarber hits two home runs. Trey Turner hits a home run. Everybody got a hit in the game except for me, and that's only because I wasn't out there playing. We're going to hear some of these runs on the other side. Uh, Philly is absolutely losing its mind at Citizens Bank Ballpark. They are they're wild right now. The Phillies win 10 to nothing. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. We're going to hear some of these calls. We're going to hear some of these home runs. I'm going to talk to you on CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Long time listener, first time caller, love your show. I like how you spit the truth. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. It's the JR Sport Brief show on CBS Sports Radio. The Philadelphia Phillies put another smackdown on the Arizona Diamondbacks. They blanked them 10 to nothing. Philadelphia is now taking a 2-0 series lead against these Diamondbacks in the National League Championship Series. Philadelphia is two wins away from going back to the World Series and getting another crack at it. They are back in action. These two teams are back in action in Arizona. Game three is going to take place on Thursday night. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. For CBS, it's kind of wacky and crazy. I'm here sitting up in a studio, looking up at the screen, and to see Albert Pujols uh, up on the 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 desk with Curtis Granderson and Pedro Martinez and Jimmy Rollins makes me go, "Damn, time flies." Albert Pujols did not play baseball this year. I feel like I was just watching the end of his career with the Dodgers. He started hitting all those home runs, and I'm like, "Damn it, Albert Pujols." Like, it's been a year already. Uh, he, he's already out of the game. Just time flies. You know what? As we continue on, let's go ahead and, and listen to this, uh, this abuse. You don't have to call ACS. You don't have to call Child Protective Services. You don't have to call anybody. This is just grown men beating up on other grown men. Uh, but it is certainly a spanking. This is all courtesy of the Phillies Radio Network. Trey Turner got things going in the first. You know what he did? He hit a home run. 
0-1 the count, and Kelly delivers in the pitch. Swung on, hit deep, left center field, and that one's going to go, and Trey Turner gives the Phillies a 1-0 lead. Third home run of the postseason for Trey Turner. This next guy, all he does is hit damn home runs. He had a home run last night, and then he hit this one. It's Kyle Schwarber, listen. 1-0. And he swings and lines one deep to right. This one's got a chance. Carroll turns, and he looks up, and it's gone. It does clear over the out-of-town scoreboard. A low-line drive for Kyle Schwarber, and it's 2-0 Phillies. I told you Kyle Schwarber hit a home run last night. He hit that home run in the third, and then Kyle Schwarber said, I got another one for you. The 2-1. Swung on, hit in the air. Right center field. That one is walloped. It is gone! Into the Phillies' bullpen. Second home run of the night for Kyle Schwarber. It's another solo shot. And the Phillies are on top three to nothing as the fireworks explode off the top of the bell. Yeah, Kyle Schwarber's bats on fire. The man hit a home run last night. He hit two home runs tonight. That man's on fire, like NBA Jam, but this is baseball. And then they started piling on. JT Riamuto came through a, a two-RBI double in the sixth to extend the lead to five to nothing. Three balls, two strikes, the pitch. Swing and a line drive out toward left center field. That's going to split the gap, and it's going to go to the State Farm sign. Two runs will score as Turner crosses the plate with Bryson Stott about five feet behind him. On to second base with a stand-up two-run double as JT. And the Phillies have busted this game open. It's 5-0 Philadelphia. Then Brandon Marsh said, oh, he hit, a, he hit a double? I can hit a double too. Swung on line. Inside the third base bag. Down the left field line. Off the half wall. Real Muto will score easily. Going to second is Marsh. To third, Castellanos. It's an RBI double. And Brandon Marsh rips off his helmet and tells the crowd to get on their feet. And they don't need anybody to tell them that right now. It's 6 nothing, Phils. That's two doubles, right? What if I told you? The Phillies hit another double in the same damn inning. Listen to this. Nelson kicks and deals in the pitch. Swung on, hit in the air, left center field. Up the alley, and Guriel won't get it. It's going to one-hop the fence at the State Farm sign. Schwarber has scored. Harper's around third. He will score as well. Alec Bohm breaks through. It's a two-run double for the Phillies' lead. I mean, you got three doubles in the same inning. Two of them are two-run doubles. This is abuse. That's eight to nothing, and they had three doubles in the sixth. And then they got to the seventh, and I guess JT Realmuto said, I already hit a double. Let me go for a single. He made the score nine to nothing. Two balls, two strikes, eight nothing Phillies. The pitch. Swung on, ground ball, hit towards the middle. It's past the dive of Perdomo in the left center. Bohm coming around. He will score, and JT Realmuto drives in another one. It's his third RBI of the night. It's 9 to nothing Phillies. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. And then Castellanos, he hit a sacrifice fly. A sacrifice fly. We don't care about that, so we're not going to listen. What a crap night he had, Nick Castellanos. Went from all these home runs to only a sacrifice fly. And so that put them up 10 to nothing. This is the final call. 3-2 again. 
Strike three called, got him looking on the outside corner. Kirkering records the 13th strikeout of the night for Phil's pitching as they shut out the Diamondbacks. A 10 to nothing route, and the Phillies will head west with a two games to none lead in the National League Championship Series. Oh, yeah, there's, there's people making babies in Philly tonight. There's some happy people in, in, in Center City. They're making babies. They're not climbing poles yet downtown, but they're making babies. Now, anyway, outside of that, Kyle Schwarber, three home runs in two days. This is the same man who hit 47 home runs this season, even though his uh, batting average was below 200. And these Phillies, they got 15 home runs in the last four games. That is a postseason record. The Phillies are just playing uh, glorified home run derby right now. This is what I look like uh, when I play home run. Uh, what is, I got to watch my words here. It's going to come out incorrectly. Hey, Shep, you ever play Wii Baseball? I have not. Well, you're missing out, man. It's fun. You know what it is, right? Uh, yeah, I like to play real games. Sorry. You play ba- You play real baseball? Yeah. Uh, when's the last time you hit home run? Uh, uh, Little League. How about you? Okay. <laughs> hey, listen, when I play <laughs> when I play Wii Baseball, man, I hit all the home runs. And this is what ex- this is what the Phillies made this look like tonight. They just uh boys amongst men. This was uh, abuse. Hey Marco Belletti, you ever played a wee baseball? I have not. You missing What are you y'all missing out? Come on, guys. I have played video games. I've never had the Wii. I I've never had the Wii. Oh, Sorry. The Wii baseball. Yeah, I used to play the show a long time ago. That right. was fun. Yeah, that I had. Yeah, the show was fun, but wee baseball, man. I got to dig my uh I gotta, I gotta watch my words here. Maybe it's just me. You never play Ken Griffey? That's different. That that's... was, but that was the game for us, though, Jr. That was the game for us growing up. Nah, but that's different. We, I gotta dig my we out the basement and uh, hit some home runs, man. It's a different level. Maybe the next time I'm in the studio, I'll bring the we and I'll hook it up to the TV out there. Nobody's enthusiastic no, about it. No, sorry. I'm cool with it, but I feel like if you do that here, I feel like something's going to get blown up. Oh, well, We only well, have like three TVs, man. I don't, know if, I don't know if you're allowed to be touching the wires and whatnot. I feel like the whole place will come down. Well, there's the two TVs on the wall up there, right? right. Is it two or three? It's like three two. of them. It's only two? Mm-hmm. I thought there are three TVs right there. No. No, we're actually no, we're looking two TVs. There's five outside, but I yeah, don't know. Yeah, if, outside. Right. There's not five in the outside. Studio, right. In in the 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 room where people are supposed to work. Uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> right. The empty room, there's five TVs there. The, the little room. closet the that they got room. me in is one. The empty and room. And there's two in here. Yeah. The empty room. <laughs> what are there two people out there right now? No. Right? There, there's none. That's too many people. Yeah. There, there's, there's nobody. There's, there's none, right, Marco? There's, there's literally nobody. Yeah. There's nobody. <laughs> I was just out there the other day. There was there was like two people working. There's yeah. none now. Nah, that's a Damn. lot. Damn. Wow. Anyway, <laughs> it's the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. There's three of us working here. That's all that matters. When we come back on the other side of the break, we're gonna hear from the guy who decided to smack. All these damn home runs, two of them tonight. It's Kyle Schwarber. We'll hear from him on the other side. You're listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. You're 
listening to the JR Sport Brief on CBS Sports Radio. Thanks so much. I uh, really admire you and your show. You do such a good job, and um, these questions are real important. Hey, what do you say, JR, man? I love what you do, and, you know, just keep doing it, bro. Call in now at 855 212 4CBS. This is the JR Sport Brief Show on CBS Sports Radio. The Phillies beat Arizona 10 to nothing. Philadelphia leads the NLCS two games to nothing. Game three is going to take place on Thursday in Arizona. Kyle Schwarber helping to lead the way out of those 10 runs tonight. He contributed his part. uh, Two solo home runs uh, to, to keep things rolling here for the Phillies. He has three home runs in the past two days. And as an overall, this is a matter of history. He has hit 18 home runs. He's tied Reggie Jackson for the most home runs by a left-hand hitter in postseason history. And yes, there are more rounds, there are more games, but that is still nothing to just scoff at. And so Kyle Schwarber, he spoke after the game on TBS, and this is what he had to say. The biggest thing is that we're going up there with the plan and uh, trying to execute it. Uh, you know, Merrill did a really good job tonight. You know, they only gave up three hits, you know, uh, Luckily for us, we, we did some damage with it, but, uh, you know, once it came out of the game, we were able to really work some bats and uh, get some pretty clutch hits there to extend the lead. Yeah, well, I mean, we're going up with a plan. What is the plan? It looks like a home run derby. See, pitch, swing. That That's it. The Phillies now have the most home runs in a four-game span in MLB postseason history. That's 15 home runs. The Yankees had 13 in 2020. The Tampa Bay Rays had 13 in 2008, but these Phillies clobbering 15 home runs in four games here. And this is how the game is just, this is, this is what's different about the game. You got Kyle Schwarber, who's batted, I think he batted 197 this season. He had 47 home runs. And the name of the game is the long ball. It's, it's wild. The Phillies are winning. And they're demolishing these squads with home runs. Phillies now have 11 straight home playoff wins versus National League opponents. 855-212-4CBS. Anthony, he's calling us from Phoenix, the home of the Diamondbacks. You're on CBS Sports Radio. Go ahead, Anthony. Thanks for taking my call, sir. Um, I was actually born in Philadelphia, and I'm watching this game. By the way, I am going to game four at home in Phoenix. Have fun. The major reason I'm calling is they threw at JT Real Motos, Real Mudos elbow in the sixth inning. And that's why the Phillies started piling on runs. I personally believe that was intentional. And Rob Thomas, as a great manager, awesome. threw the red flag because he wanted to make sure a brawl didn't start. Okay. Well, thank you for bringing that to our attention. I I ultimately think the way that they have pretty much rolled through this postseason, they've been beating the hell out of teams either way. I don't don't think they need too much more motivation. I agree with you. They don't need motivation, but JT Real Muto is a top five hitting catcher, and he's a top five defensive catcher. And if we were to lose him, I personally, I don't think we have a chance to win the World Series. Okay. All right. Well, yeah. Well, dudes are going to get hit. Guys are going to get ticked off. Uh, teams have the option if they should choose to retaliate. 
And all things considered, the Phillies are utilizing their bats. So uh, unless they're going to start throwing back at them, which I don't think they're going to do because they actually care about winning a title, uh, I'm not too much of a big deal for me. I agree with you. Thank you for for taking the call. I just uh, it's it's a rough game, man. You know. What, what what's a rough game? What getting hit? <laughs> well, getting hit in the elbow when you're trying to. That's that's a key player. Yeah, it happens. Well, I would say anybody who'd get hit would be a key player. Would be the difference between hitting him and Kyle Schwarber, who's hot as fish grease right now. I think we could. Well. Win without yeah, well, I think we could win without Kyle Schwarber. I think we could. Well, I don't think we could win without Real Muto. One guy manages a pitching staff, the other doesn't. Well, I, I hear you, Anthony, but you're really getting in the weeds. Let me know when he's actually missing in action, okay? I understand, sir. Thank Enjoy you. the win, man. They abused them. Don't worry about it. I, I will. <laughs> okay. Thank you for calling from Phoenix. He's like, oh, they, they, hit, they hit Real Muto. And if he's gone forever, then we don't win the World Series. I'm like, bro, they just won. They just smashed them. 10 to nothing. Somebody else is going to get hit the next game. Like, we'll, we'll be okay. We'll be all right. 855-212-4CBS. That's 855-212-4CBS. What do you do after you get destroyed 10 to nothing? What does the manager say after your team gets smashed 10 to nothing? Tony Lavulo. He says what we all know. We, the Diamondbacks, got to perform better. Everybody's talking about coming into this environment, um, and I don't care. Like, we got to play better baseball. Everybody's got to be better. You start with the manager and then trickle all the way down through the entire entire team. Um, we got we to play Diamondback baseball. What we watched out there was, was not anything that we have done for a long period of time. Man. If they didn't extend the postseason, you wouldn't even be there. Come on now. Maybe they bounce back, but hey, the Phillies are just a better team. You win some, you lose some. Andrew is calling from Indianapolis. You're on CBS Sports Radio. What's up, Andrew? Hey, JR. Thanks for taking my call, man. Uh, Long-time listener, first-time caller. Thank you. Uh, Just going back to the multiple sports cities that could win championships, what about Dallas? Uh... Nah, man, I'm not. I'm not putting him in there like that, man. <laughs> nah, well, I mean, I'm not ready to count out the Astros yet either. But you know, the well, Rangers the are up to The Astros play one sport is baseball. So I mean, I understand what you're saying about the the Cowboys. With the what were you looking at? The uh, yeah, the, the Mavericks. Obvi- man, cut it out. Stop it. <laughs> hey, hockey starting up. You got the Dallas Stars too. Yeah, but you got to start somewhere besides the Rangers. And who who do you think got a better chance after them? Uh, in baseball? No, no, no. I'm saying just in Dallas sports. Like the, oh, them. the Cowboys. Definitely. Okay. How about them Cowboys getting back on track last night? Okay, Andrew. I mean, I'm saying. I mean, how many how many years have I have I gone on with the Dallas Cowboys supposed to be in competitive for a championship? How long? What twenty plus years? Uh, yeah, let's let's do twenty five, and let's uh, we gonna start pushing it to thirty soon. Well, I appreciate you taking my call, Jr. No problem, Andrew. Thank you for calling from uh, Naptown. 
Rick is here from Toronto. Rick, you're on CBS Sports Radio. Do me a favor. Take a deep breath and talk slow. Hey, Chef, this is that guy, right? Yeah, and we love Rick, yes. We? Yeah. I didn't, who is we? You know, you know you wouldn't keep putting him on the show if you didn't like him. Okay. Rick is here from Toronto. Go ahead, Rick. Okay, thank you for taking my call. Um, I have about three questions I want to ask about the WNBA. Uh, on Sunday where you were watching the game at the Barclays Center, um, there's been a comment recently by former um, t- season ticket holder Michael Wilbon who claims that um, – the Barclays Center is dark, it's quiet, it's a library. And he criticized Joe Tsai about the um, Barclays yes, Center. Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm familiar with his comments. What's your question? Yes. My question is, do you agree with him or do you not agree with Michael Wilbon on that? Uh, I think as an overall, Michael Wilbon has a point, but the building was certainly electric on Monday. What's your second question? Second question, Claire, I think it's Fahi wrote for the New York Times that the uh, Barclays Center was different for the New York livery than the uh, Brooklyn Nets. Do you agree uh, that the Barclays Center is different because they have things such as um, photo booths and face painting stations? Man, I didn't look for no face painting stations. I went in the building, I went up to the suite, and I sat down and watched the game and I left. I couldn't tell you. Third question is about Chelsea Gray's injury. I'm assuming that you saw her limping it coming out. Yes, I did. Okay, so the status of her, uh, I'm thinking right now is that she's not able to play uh, game four in the Barclays Center. She'd probably go back to uh, Paradise Nevada and play. We're up against the break, Rick. What's the question? Okay, the question, do you think she's going to be playing in the the future game or thinking her season over? I don't believe she's going to play tomorrow, no. Okay, thank you very much for your time. Have a good night. Thank you, Rick, and thank you for slowing down. That was good. That was good. He wasn't on eight Red Bulls and caffeine, and he actually slowed down. Got him in the early part of the show. I mean, he asked me about face painting. Like, bro, I ain't looking for no face painting. Looking for the Casamigos, man. It's the JR Sport Show on CBS Sports Radio, 855-212-4CBS. We're going to talk more about this game. We got more to do. I'll get to your calls as well. CBS Sports Radio. Don't move. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com.